So anyway, we're talking about famous people reading Moby Dick. And hi, Jen. Welcome to the podcast. I'm got some Moby Dick for like, us tonight. I'm such a rule follower on the. I'm like, we got the knock. It's time. No, it's, you can just start. Whatever it's time. You want. We can we're start. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm very structured. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> That's why we make a great team. It's our dynamic. It's how we work. It is. I like it a lot. <laughs> well, welcome to Grounded Sounds. I'm Jen. And I'm Abel. And we are here today to talk all about West Fest. West Fest is coming really up. Really excited. Quick, right out front of my shop. Yes. It's, yeah, Abel has a special... I have a special place in my heart for West Fest and a special place on the street right out front. <laughs> yes, you have to come by Savory Absolutely. Shop. Come stop in the shop. We're staying up and late. Yep. We're, last year, we planned on uh, closing the doors at 6 like we usually do because I was going to go out and watch Dear People. And at 8.30, I was like, okay, Spice Shoppers, I appreciate the business, but... Dear People is about to play, and I want to go see them. <laughs> they were fabulous, they by were the way. They were great. Last year. Did a great job. Well, we um, let's back up for a minute because West Fest is coming up this weekend, September third. But you know, for those of you listening that don't live in Oklahoma City or aren't from around here, um, Oklahoma City has some awesome district festivals. We have just, I mean, there there's. A really lot of fun. The there, we have a district festival every single Friday. So between Paseo, um, the Plaza, yeah. Film Row, and then also um, H and Eighth the- and Hudson. Heard on Heard also. Right. So Heard on Her, yes, and Heard on Heard in Edmond. Yeah. Um, H on Eighth was uh, the biggest food truck festival in the nation for a yes. while. There was like fifty thousand people, and that was monthly. They they. Went doing down one to, now, right? Yes, they're doing once a year, yep. but there's Eats on H. I think I said oh, that. Are there Eats bands on, Eats on 8th? 8th, yes. Um, yeah, they just kind of got it started, so um, that's every fourth Friday. Cool. And so West Fest is one of those. Last year was their first festival. Yep. And so this is the second year. We are extremely excited about doing this again this year, and it was amazing for the district um, my business, all the businesses up and down the street that I've talked to anyway, got a lot of benefit out of it. And that's kind of the cool thing about the um, district-oriented festivals is that it's not only super fun and you can come out and listen to some great music and drink some local beers and things like that, but it also really, really supports the businesses up and down the streets where they have these and even like the surrounding areas get a really nice bump from this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I will say West Fest is one of the best organized festivals. I worked on it last year and Rachel Taylor, who we have in the studio today and Shannon Helton, they both, uh, Rachel is the director of Western Avenue and she just did a fantastic job organizing. And I know she's doing a great job this year, Absolutely. Um, but it's, it's really well put together. So Abel, tell us a little bit about how Savory Spice has been involved in West Fest. Well, I um, am on a member the board on the board a member of the board I don't know how that works but mm-hmm. anyway I help work with Rachel she's my director slash fearless leader mm-hmm. chime in whenever you want Rachel. I was gonna say you're actually the vice president <laughs> yes. of that board <laughs> let it remind you you are second you. in command in case Josh is, cannot perform his responsibilities yeah. step in for things like city council meetings and stuff but so I'm vice president of Western Avenue Association and so we kind of help plan the whole thing we uh, work with sponsorship um, the we talk about getting bands in there and things and just come promoting it as a district you know as people coming into Western Avenue to do this fun thing mm-hmm. you know and the spice shop huge fans of music obviously and we open our doors uh, last year we had a pie baking contest that day uh, we stay cool. open late. We bring people in, give them food, pie. I whatever, didn't know about the water. pie making contest. Yes. Yeah. I don't think it's the same weekend. This <laughs> Shannon, year. Shannon's like, darn it, I really missed out last year. Opportunities, <laughs> right? Are you doing that again this year? No. Oh. It's going to be yeah. a different weekend. It will okay. be September the 16th. Hey, okay. go like weekend of the 16th, which is actually the store's fourth anniversary. It just kind of fell in conjunction last year. But yeah, this year we're just going to have a good time, probably have some stuff to eat in there, probably have some activities going on, like you know, tasting spices and things like we always do. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's kind of what we do with it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, let's um, ask Rachel and Shannon how things are going this Please. year. And we want to hear all about, we want to hear the load, 
<laughs> you want to hear the load. Yes. Uh, so we this year, um, one of the major changes that we made is that we're going to have two outdoor stages. So last year we had one big stage um, at the south end over by VZD's huge stage, took up the entire uh, span of Western Avenue, which was really cool. Yeah. And then we had an indoor stage inside the barrel. This year, we have two outdoor stages. Um, they're basically dueling stages. They face each other, but they're about two and a half blocks apart. So that's enough space so that um, there's no um, you know, sound interference or anything between the two stages. And then we actually uh, just found out this week that we do have an additional stage coming into the barrel. Ooh, so nice. we will have, nice. um, and the barrel will be hosting that, but it, it will be um, you know, part of West Fest. So. Very Cool. Yeah, so we I, I don't know their lineup yet either. So <laughs> but, it, but there will be music all up and down at the festival. So sure. that should be um, a fun time. And then, of course, um, we will have food trucks and uh, we have Anthem beer this time. So uh, they've they're, they're doing the whole festival. Anthem for us. exclusive beer sponsor, right? Yes. Okay. Anthem is an exclusive beer sponsor. And uh, they're bringing their truck out and they're going to be serving from both sides. So awesome. <laughs> we're going to have like eight taps open all the way around. So that should be, uh, should be a good time. And then um, we also, of course, have a lot of restaurants um, lining that area. So, um, you know, they're, they're all working on specials and things that will be easy to go inside and get them and then, um, you know, take them and walk around on the street with that kind of food. And then... Um, we also have uh, vendors and some, you know, things like that. So, mm -hmm. Bark Park from Bob Moore Subaru. So, and the the children's area, area. The children, kids area, dog mm -hmm. area. Um, yeah. So it's family friendly. It's and family friendly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it goes from noon until ten p.m. So as the sun goes yeah. down, the 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 kids go gets home bigger. <laughs> and, yeah, and that's, I think that's a really cool thing about this festival. You know, a lot of times. I, mean, I used to work security for music, big music festivals like in Denver, and a lot of times music festivals are not the most savory atmosphere for the small ones, mm -hmm. and that's something that I have really pushed whenever I'm just talking to my friends and things about it uh, that have children is hey, bring them out, you know, and let them walk them down the street. And the cool thing last year was it was very well attended. What do we have? Five thousand. Uh, five to seven thousand. Five to seven thousand mm -hmm. last year. We're hoping to maybe double that. Yeah, this year. we're hoping to get at least and ten thousand. It mm -hmm. was such a neat space because you, there were it was a place for kids to go hang out and you could wander around and it wasn't so crowded you know and i think with having the two stage two stages this year it's going to even make that even better where not all the people are crammed down to the south end it'll be more kind of an open feel yeah kind of walk back yeah. and forth and, and it's really really cool to be mm -hmm. able to bring you know your kids and your dogs and things like that out yeah so, i know one of the coolest things that people i i heard you know, in the days following the event was how great it was to be standing in the middle of Western Avenue, which is typically a, a, a you know, a, a decent throwaway through, through our city and, you know, not somewhere where you would typically be able to stand in the middle of a street <laughs> and, you know, drink a beer or sit and eat your food or watch, um, you know, a, you know, watch music. And mm -hmm. so it was kind of a cool thing to hear from people where they're like, and this is my neighborhood. And that's yeah. what we get is a lot of people in from, from Crown Heights and Helm Farm and Zachary and all that coming in and, 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 you know, enjoying their, their neighborhood and walking over and stuff. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and, and Rachel, you came into the director spot this last year, kind of right after West Fest launched, right? I mean, yeah, kind of I, I officially became the director after, um, we had already decided to do the music festival, but right when we were doing the inaugural event and everything. So, so you've really been, I mean, you were there since day one with the festival as well as Shannon. So kind of tell us how, how did West Fest begin? Like how, who, who wanted to start it? Why did you guys want to start it? What, you know, what are the, were you roots of what that West actually Fest. came about the from meeting? the yeah from the board um i was in a planning meeting before i became um the director i just came to a planning meeting because i was working with the district in in marketing ways and stuff and mm -hmm. um we had taken a survey um of our you know patronage anybody who who really like came to the district and stuff and said you know what are some things you like on Western Avenue, blah, blah, blah. But one thing we said was, what's one thing you want us to do? What's mm -hmm. one thing you want to see happen? And I think Open Streets had just happened a few months before that. Mm -hmm. And so that was really, when Open Streets happened, that was really one of the first um, 
you know, times that, that a major street had been shut down, you know, H and 8th had been happening, but it was just like a block or two of Hudson. So it wasn't like, you know, and so to see like a street that typically is used very frequently for cars and traffic shut down was really kind of unique. And so when we asked that survey, it was almost a resounding, we want you to have a street festival. Mm-hmm. And so from there, we just kind of brainstormed as a board. And yeah, we were I remember like, the board meeting, I remember it being just like tearing off little pieces of paper. Like, what do you guys want to do? Yeah. We, <laughs> We used like index cards and we had like color markers and we were like, let's do all these. And we like had a bunch of different ideas, but music festival, I think was probably Abel's Mm -hmm. like, Abel was pushing for it. Carrie and I both, um, like, what are we going to call it? And Carrie and I both had West Fest as, yeah. So it came together that way. Yeah. yeah. It's a good name. So, um, yeah, Carrie Parker, um, we, yeah. So then we were just kind of, yeah, the, the whole thing came about in that one board meeting. And then I, not even the director yet. I just, you know, went forward and I said something on Twitter, I think. And I was like, does anybody want to help me plan a music festival? Yes, like an yes, inaugural yes, music please, festival. Please, please, and yes, that's where yes, Shannon yes. came Shannon in. And Yes. The very first meeting that we had to like, to, to kind of like start to form a committee was like 40 people showed up. And I was like, and Chase Kirby was one of them. And because yes. his mom owns the candy shop, like right there. And so I was just like, oh, like there's like, really great people that want to be involved in this and let's do it. And so then, yeah. And I swear, like I, I have 20 people on my committee, 20 to 24 people on my committee this year mm-hmm. and 20 of them are from last year. So nice. like everybody just stayed right on board and it was really awesome that, you know. Well, it was a good experience last year. I mean, really, I have to brag on you. It was, you were just organized. You had everything together. It was enjoyable to work on and it's that's I mean that's not every festival you know yeah. sometimes it's just a shit show yeah. forget my language but <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> it, it, it's, it was, I think every festival like now that I've been inside of it I think every festival has the the possibility to go off the rails like yes, I can yes. see how it, it would does. happen so quickly and yeah. you know it, we had gorgeous weather that day and it, it ended up being just everything fell into place yeah. and everything worked out really well it's and so such a great like such a great group of people that brought in so many different types of expertise yeah. to the table like mm-hmm. just from all walks of life I mean all different professions but all had something really, really valuable to bring. It amazes me like every day when somebody is like, okay, well I'm, I'm managing the stage. I got all of this. And you're Mm -hmm. just like, when somebody's like, I got it. You're just like, thank you. Because I have no idea what I'm doing with stage (laughs) management. Like, I don't know. So what is a, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of proactivity. (laughs) So she didn't tell us your, your experience with Westfest last year, this year, kind of um, yeah, last year. So last year I was, I was on the committee, um, and like we, we had a really big group. So we had quite a, quite a few people like we were we talking about. We ended up about. having like subcommittees, which we yeah. still technically mm-hmm. have, but we're much more tight knit group this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot different than it was last year. So it's a lot more concise, I think. And, um, and so that is different. That's the, that's the major difference that I see this year. Um, but Last year, it was so much fun. Um, we learned a lot, and it was it was really fun getting up at um, what was it three, three in the morning probably in the morning to mm-hmm. shut down Western. <laughs> I signed up for that volunteer shift because I really wanted to know what it felt like to shut down a major city street. Cool <laughs> job. I, you think about it. I mean, yeah. you can imagine. I mean, this is an area that has a lot of bars and stuff. So we waited till three, going like, now everybody has left, and now like. And there really was not that much traffic. And of course we, we shut down, I think we shut down the sides of the street first. Yeah. And then we just like, we like flashlights at each other from like two and a half miles away. We're like, you better shut yours down. I'm ready to shut mine down. And we just like <laughs> pulled the barriers in and we were like down. I think okay. there were just about like maybe six of us yeah, or so yeah. that did it. So there weren't very many of us, but it was, it was a fun time. And, you know, come about 11 o'clock that night, it felt like a really, really horrible decision to make that volunteer choice at three o'clock <laughs> yeah. in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, but it really, it was really fun. Like that whole day was awesome. Uh, we, I mean, I've met some really great people through it. Um, I've, I've always loved the local music scene here. I've always mm-hmm. really tried to be supportive of it. And so to actually, you know, be able to help bring yeah. in a festival and help, make you know expose these artists to an audience that you know maybe not not necessarily might go to a venue that or a bar that they you know yeah. wouldn't otherwise go to that's well, really cool and i'd like to brag on shannon a little bit because she's the one that came to me last year um 
you know, we had booked all of these bands and, you know, we had funded enough money to pay like the headliners, but it was kind of like, how are we going to pay these other, like, I don't know, like 16 artists, Mm -hmm. how are we going to do this? And Shannon was like, I really want us to be able to pay them. Like sometimes they don't get paid at music festivals. And this is like kind of a thing that happens a lot. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of brainstormed and we figured out how to pay each artist a hundred dollars per like musician. And we went and we approached the small businesses that are in the district and said, Hey, for a hundred bucks, you can actually sponsor an artist, sponsor a musician, get up on stage and introduce that musician and be like, Hey, I'm so-and-so from this shop. We're right up the street. We do this, come and see us. And we're really excited to bring you this person, you know, and then like kind of give them that opportunity. Mm -hmm. And that like Mm -hmm. what ended up happening was, uh, there were a couple artists that we, they, we didn't tell any of the artists that we were paying them by the way. So it was kind of like, I don't think we've told anybody that they're getting paid this year. Except I just found out. By the way, you know, he's like, Oh, I'm definitely coming. I think I'm getting We provide them with some food and some alcohol and like a little air conditioning space for a little bit in a goodie bag. But like, that was like, it was kind of special because when they came to check in, um, uh, Emily, who was um, also on the music committee and was nine months pregnant at the time, which was hilarious. Like yeah, eight and a half months. She was like two and a half seconds away from yeah. birth. From live birth. <laughs> from live birth. Oh, she was yes. like, this could be a West Fest baby. <laughs> um, and then she like handed them their checks. And I remember like a couple artists had never been paid for a gig before, like Aww. never. And so like, you know, she was like, I just handed so-and-so his check and he like burst into tears. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, you know, and all yes. it took for us is just to like ask other people like, Hey, do you want to like, you know, this is for you too. You can promote. Yeah, it was, it was and- fun. I, I introduced Micah. She was, I think the opening first act mm-hmm. at the, in the barrel. In yeah. The barrel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like, like we had like hundred people in the shop and we just announced the winner of the pie baking contest. And I was like, mom, I have to go down to the barrel and tell everybody who Micah is and give her a hundred bucks. <laughs> And so mom was like, you're going to give Micah a hundred dollars. Yes. She's playing. And so, and so yeah. I got to go introduce her and, and it was a lot of fun. Well, it's a pretty good use of marketing dollars. I mean, sure, yeah. bucks to be yeah. at a festival with your brand. And, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, no, and then we're doing it again this year. Like it was just an easy, like fix, like for mm-hmm. sure. You Damn. know, like well, in this year we have, we have a band. Um, I have, you know, several, several friends who are musicians and touring musicians and that life is so hard. That life is, yeah, that (laughs) life is rough. Um, that life is you go to, you go play a gig out of state and you hope that you get enough gas money to make it to the next gig, let alone eat that night. You know, I mean, that life is really hard and I'm really excited that we have a band that's coming in from out of state this year. Yeah. We have one from, um, they're from Fort Worth, but they, um, exit glaciers. Yes. Yeah. I saw and that. they are, um, and they're, um, on tour. So they're hitting us in the middle of a little tour and I'm really excited about them playing. They, yeah. they, well, they sound great. David Rodriguez is. Hmm? Out of town too. Who? Oh, our headliner David. Yeah, is, he's head, from, David Ramirez is from, from, Austin, from Austin, and yeah. he he yeah, does I'm the South by Southwest him. scene, and um, he he doesn't come up this way too often. So um, it's kind of exciting to have him as our our headliner. And yeah, I looked him up as soon as you announced it. And his oh yeah, great. it's amazing. Really, really cool yeah. artist. Yeah, so well, I'm I'm stoked about that. Like helping, uh, like actually, you know, like I said, being yeah. able to hundred bucks, you could like go and like supersize, right? Like you could actually get. <laughs> yeah, a real I mean, meal. it's not. I, I would just, I, it would be great if we could do more. But <laughs> oh, I know, I mean, and that's like I, I, I was really hoping this year we could. But I think you know that's always a goal for next year is yeah. to see like so, what else we can hey, do. So. people who have money with businesses, yeah, sponsor Westfest. <laughs> you should sponsor the arts community because honestly, like we didn't take any cut of that that the yeah. money that we took in for the headliners for the musicians all of that goes and pays directly to the musicians like that was just a exchange of money basically yeah, so right. you know. well and that, just to give you guys props i mean that's something that cellar door we're advocates for artists and but it also we look at the bigger picture of you guys doing this festival and valuing the artists and wanting to pay the artists that raises the bar for our city it's Absolutely. not just yeah you know i mean the for, industry as a whole <laughs> that's right it does it we really are setting a great bar for hey we value these artists we value our city yeah. and um you know we want music to be an important part of of our districts and our local businesses and and that's i mean and that's where you get 
you know, you're supporting these artists that are trying to do this professionally and, and working towards that. And so it's, and I think it's a win for I all. I think it's kind of awesome that we've involved the small businesses too. Mm-hmm. And then that way, and, and our sponsors, because mm-hmm. like some of our sponsors, they get to, they get to do that as well. You know, some of their like larger sponsorship money goes into that. And so it's kind of cool to be like, you know, uh, just so you know, you know, uh, Bob Moore Subaru, for instance, like you're paying one of the headliners, like you're actually paying for them to be up on the stage and, and that kind of stuff. And they were like, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So actually I think they're sponsoring JB. So nice. Oh, yes. Cool. Yeah. Yes. We love JB. He was our first artist we had on this yes. podcast. Yes. So yeah, we have a special, special place in our, yep, yeah, we do. We Great do. Guy. Um, well, so we do, we have this mystery voice over here that's, <laughs> we, have Kate, we haven't got to introduce her yet, but she, this is Katie Williams is in the studio with us today. So she is one of the West Fest artists performing Indeed. this Saturday. Um, so hello, Katie. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm great. Good. I'm excited to meet everybody, the, the faces behind the magic <laughs> over here. Yeah. Well, we're happy to have you. Well, kind of tell us about, we, you know, you've had a long music journey and you've been playing for how long and well it's actually <laughs> not that long of a journey <laughs> you've, had a sh- you've had a short journey a couple days ago short and serpentine right. <laughs> that's right um so now i'm playing west fest uh no it's really only been uh, about three years um since i learned how to play guitar put out an album it was a year ago mm-hmm. um this month which kind of seems crazy so yeah, I definitely did everything backwards. Um, didn't really tell anybody I was playing. Then I made an album, <laughs> and then love it. Um, then I started playing live, uh, which of course, as you know, is kind of its own own art form. So uh, I had to get my bearings on stage and learn the performance aspect of everything. So uh, festivals, honestly, though, are. Um, kind of my happiest place. Mm -hmm. It's where I would be if I wasn't on the stage anyway. Yeah, Yeah, so that's just the more I can play festivals, the better. I absolutely love everything about the environment. I really do. And if you're playing, you probably like get in free, right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And I don't have kids. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, don't have to worry about that. No, I was just talking to um, Zach with uh, Horse Thief, and they just got back from Lollapalooza. And they... I if you know. didn't know, a horse thief Radiohead headlined oh, yeah. on yes. Friday. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Horse Thief was like the last name on the bottom I of the I still saw that. I'm so proud of them, though. I know, right? Yep. And I was I like, Zach, you're going to frame that, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, we same opened for poster. Radiohead. Same poster. <laughs> and Micah was telling me, she was like, Zach was so super stoked because they got free weekend passes for the yeah. whole weekend of Lollapalooza. And I was like, that's a pretty sweet perk for the artist. Yeah, mm-hmm. I of course wasn't playing, but um, some friends of mine were in, are in the Band of Heathens and we got to go to Bonnaroo cool. with artist passes for a weekend. Still one of like the top four experiences of my life. Awesome. So, stocked Robert Plant outside of his trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I called him Mr. Plant. <laughs> like, so, so respectful. It was me, Mr. Plant. I kinda, now I want to go home and like put a little like Robert Plant head on like a little cutout and stick it in one of my Yeah, and your plants. Yeah, oh, you just go. call it Mr. Plant. Yeah, that's Robert. That's Robert. That's, that's Robert. Rob, Mr. Plant. Robert. Well, I have Mr. to Plant. brag on Katie. Um, so, I met Katie at the Oklahoma... Um, yeah, Oklahoma City Arts, Arts Festival, Festival this right. past year. And so I'm watching her play, and I'm like, this girl has a great voice. She's an amazing songwriter. She's beautiful, like, so cool, you know? So after she got done with her set, I went and introduced myself, and she ended up to be so friendly as well. And I was like, what the, what are the odds? You just have this whole like, package. That's not fair. She's I, nice. Like, she has nice and- yes. I was like, she's nice, and she's pretty, and she's a great songwriter, and a great, you know, <laughs> vocalist. I mean, every Everything. So that's, you know, I've been a big fan of you since, well, you know, thank you. I, I got to meet you and then um, I knew I just wanted to work with her. So she's one of our Cellar Dora Music Group artist partners and um, we have artists that we work with um, on bookings and different projects. And um, so she's one of those people that we Love. I've yeah, been a huge fan with. since two days ago when I heard the record. I <laughs> heard we were interviewing Katie, and so I immediately stalked her on Spotify and was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And my mom is a true folk singer at heart. Like, she was a late 60s, early 70s a very super folk singer. Sure, yeah. And uh, so I played it 
in the shop yesterday with mom working and uh, mom was you know loved it and i was like yeah we're gonna interview her tomorrow so let's name well i'll give you a cd for mom then too awesome <laughs> definitely for mom well you well, you played amp fest last weekend and so west fest is this weekend what are you looking forward to this weekend at west fest i'm actually looking forward to seeing some of the acts that i don't always get to see either because i'm playing or um, they don't play very often or they're out of state or you know in all of those things so my good friends uh, porch mice will be there uh, but the so help me's mm-hmm. will away all those all those people um, I haven't actually gotten to see play that much. So uh, like at the uh, Woody Guthrie Festival, I just made it a priority to only see people I had no idea. I just apologized to all my friends in advance. and was like, <laughs> I love you. I will see you next weekend. Um, and it really paid off. And you are inspired by people. That way you make friends mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, connections with people that you otherwise wouldn't. So I'm stoked just to walk around after so my set. at the Woody Guthrie Festival or any others that might pop up out in your mind, have you, can you think of a band that you might have heard that you had never heard of before and then it was an immediate like, these guys are great and I want to go buy all their albums. Oh God, Have you, have you yes. had that experience? Um, yeah, I've had that experience a lot because of where we live. I don't know what it is about Oklahoma, but um, I'm just kind of awestruck sometimes by the talent. Um, The quality of songwriting is Mm -hmm. kind of unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Um, But the the last time I felt that way was actually at the Woody Guthrie Festival, you know, a festival dedicated towards songwriters. Um, And they also take really good care of their musicians, which is the first thing I heard about West Fest Mm -hmm. from... Dr. Hugh Janice, we'll just call him Dr. Hugh, who ran sound for me at the Oklahoma City Arts Festival. He's like, um, there's this thing called West Fest and they pay. <laughs> I was like, That's all that. I need to know, I'll man. Take that. They'll take that any day. They, they do like hospitality bags. Yeah. 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 But not all, obviously, not all uh, situations are like that, mm-hmm. unfortunately, but it makes you appreciate the ones that are even more. Um, so, yeah, Woody Guthrie Festival, young man, 21 years old was like Johnny Cash reincarnated. His oh, name is cool. Culture Wall. He's actually from Canada, so we can't really claim him. Oh, but he, his voice just kind of ate the room alive. I mean, we were just so sitting there kind oh, of like, heard, what is him. happening? It's Coulter Wall? Coulter Wall, okay. C-O-L-T-E-R. Um, and it's those voices, those songwriters, and that kind of music that reinstill your faith in everything that you're doing. That's, that's yeah. like the best that's feeling. Why. Nice. That's like the last yeah. time I remember, because I love, and it's so rare that I get that feeling, because I don't get to go to, I don't go to a lot of shows. I go to a decent amount, but not as many as I did when I was in Denver. And the last time I had that that feeling, it was um, John Fulbright. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was mm-hmm. out yeah. at um, one of the, I think it was one of the Myriad on the lawn. You know, they have the yeah, he summer, played there last year. Summer concert series. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I had kind of heard of him and I heard a little bit of the record and liked it and that's why I came out in the first place. But to hear that guy play like live, mm-hmm. it's just so amazing. Shovels and Rope is another one. Yes. So did, yeah. did you get to see them? I see them on their twice. shirt right now. Uh, did you get to see them at the Blue Door? I saw them at Canes in Tulsa and ACM. I was at both of those shows. Yeah, yeah, Canes was something. The first one that I saw them though was over at the Blue Door. Like sit down. Are you serious? Twenty people. Intimate. No, no, no. no. I, I would make all of you jealous. My boyfriend used to live in Charleston. Oh, and so that's where they're from. Yeah. Them when they before they were. Famous. Oh my god! Oh, I'm, I'm such a fan of them. About that. I'm like whatever. They're like oh. the only band that I follow to the point that I was like, oh, she had a baby a few months oh, ago. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. They're so cute. And you follow they're them. They're like, like I love that onesie on you're Instagram. wearing this yeah. week. Yeah, I know. They're super. They're super adorable. But they're they're another one where you watch them, especially live. Yeah. And they're better live. Like. Any musician that you listen to the record and you fall in love with it and then you see him live and you're like, oh my oh, the God, harmonies what is are so happening? Oh, I saw him live and I was like, immediately, I have to buy the, the yes. Yeah, and I have to step up my game. Yeah. <laughs> and Abel introduced me to them as well. So. In the spy shop, that's one <laughs> of the things shop. that, you know, how yeah. the podcast came about was Jen coming in and they had just released uh, Swim in Time mm-hmm. and it was that first song on there, um, what is it? Devil's All Around. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Which I listened love to. It. All day, mm-hmm. the day that hit Spotify, like it's creeping it was like soul. it was yeah. on loop, 
<laughs> for a solid day. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God for people that make music like that. Yeah. yeah. Thank well, God. Great. well, I have a question um, for Rachel and Shannon because um, as we have one of our West Fest artists here with us, how do you guys choose your artists? Um, and I ask this from a standpoint of, and I know you guys get a lot of submissions. Um, Cellar Door has a lot of artists that often reach out to us for bookings, but I kind of want to give some insight to artists out there of how, you know, what can they do to, to be, you know, I guess uh, considered for festival, these districts festivals yeah. and where, give us your standpoint of like how you pick these artists. Um, well, first of all, we have, we have a, a subcommittee of a music subcommittee. So it's not the entire West West committee, not all 20 something people. It's, it's closer to like five or six. Yeah. And they're all people that are um, music industry kind of driven. So like Shannon's on there, I'm on there just to kind of supervise and also just be in part. I just want to be a part of it. Like I don't know as much about music, but it's really kind of fun for me. And then, you know, like our stage manager is there. We have like Chase on there. And, and so it's people that are in the industry and, you know, know what, what good sounds are and that kind of stuff. And then, um, we actually put out an open application. And so it's, it's on our website. Everybody can apply. And the things that we ask for are, um, you know, the basic but then we also ask for lots of um, different links to music. Mm -hmm. And then um, we do leave a space to tell us about like shows that you've played recently. Because if I see that you've played like Norman Music Fest or that you are scheduled to play Norman Music Fest or, you know, you've you've done a couple of other like live festival like performances, my confidence in that artist goes up a little bit. Doesn't kill it though if that you know we have we have definitely had several artists that have never like done anything like that before mm -hmm. but you know if they sound good that's that and so um the really I guess important thing is that the links to your music are your highest best quality mm -hmm. and also um live versus recorded like we kind of like to hear both so if you mm -hmm. sound really great recorded we're gonna go hunting on YouTube for your live stuff mm -hmm. and I would much rather you just give us that link though but we sometimes yeah. do <laughs> yeah. and, like if we're really considering somebody we go through all of your links and then we go through um, you know we'll hunt down on Spotify and then go through mm -hmm. and we um, we all gather at somebody's house and then we play it out loud for everybody to see or watch a video all of us watch it and kind of get a feel for the for the artist mm -hmm. and then and, um, you know, it helps if you've got, um, a little bit of a following on social media, like that's kind of, it's it, social media is really important to us as a festival. That's a lot of what we do for promotion. So Absolutely. as an artist, if you can help us promote it, like that feels better to us, you know, like yeah. we want you to be a part of our festival. Mm -hmm. We don't want you to just show up the day of play your set and walk away from us. Like I want you to participate in the festival ahead of time by, you know, um, you know, saying, Hey, I'm going to be here. I'm really excited to play this. And then to also just, you know, so yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. So we, we gather as a group and we, we do it all in one night and we just go through and make our list and then, you know, we kind of have to get cutthroat sometimes, but <laughs> yeah, this we, year, uh, I was talking to Chase Kirby, uh, uh -huh. this couple days ago in the, in the candy shop I was in there with my mom. And this year, this year, Chase was like, so I didn't play last year because, you know, I was kind of helping out and everything. He said, so this year I was like, hey, guys, um, my name Also, is, me. I, yeah, I, I know. I've got a, I've got a band, like, too. I'm going to And he yeah. also He's stepped like down. He's like the nicest guy ever. He stepped down so as nice. co-chair. He, yeah, like, he, he was like, I really want to play this year. I'm going to apply. Like, you yeah. guys have to, like, yeah. decide if you want me there. Mm -hmm. But he was like, I'm going to step down as co-chair. I'll still help you, like, you know, yeah. and stuff. But he he definitely yeah. was just like, I kind of want to play this year. Yeah, Especially because be, yeah. David Ramirez is one of his friends. And he really wants to, like, open for him. And that was just kind of how we, you know, and, you know. It's not. It's not like he's a terrible singer or yeah, something. Right. So yeah. I mean, it's not Super like he was on the voice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and, yeah. Chase is a great. Chase plug. Like, obviously, Chase has a really. Uh, Chase obviously has a tie to Western Avenue with yeah. the can, with the candy shop, mm -hmm. and I mean, and he has a great. He has a great draw here in Oklahoma City. That is one thing that is not. And that's another thing too with a, with the social media stuff, guys. We can totally tell if you've been buying likes. That is like, <laughs> oh my gosh, like, yeah. that is one thing. I'm like, I've actually never done that, but how can you tell? <laughs> Well, I mean, just okay, wait. That's, yeah. that's another thing. Like, that's another thing. Like, what Rachel was talking about. Most of most of us that are on the committees, like, we're we're pretty. We're either in the industry or we're very active in the in the music scene or whatever. Sure. And um, we 
we know these bands we've been to shows and yeah. I can go, I've seen somebody like I've, there's a, there's a band in the state. I'm not going to name names. They did not apply for West Fest, but there's a band in the state that has some stupid amount of Facebook likes, like 20,000 or something. Oh, good Lord. I've seen them at an Oklahoma city show and five people were there. Wow. How can you have 20,000, you know, like that doesn't make sense. No. You know, if you have yeah. something like 20,000 likes and five people show, no, that doesn't. You I can also think of and, other ways to yeah, spend money. Yeah, <laughs> dots don't connect. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like stuff like that. So like most all of us have seen yeah. one of the artists we're not We're not picking like our favorites or, or whatever. In fact, we had a lot of artists from last year reapply mm -hmm. and we kind of made it an a point to, to not unless we like we had a couple slots open and I yeah. think like Willow Away might be the only one that's come back for yeah. a, yeah, so for a last year. Yeah, right? they're, I think they're guys. only ones and then like um, we but we had a lot apply and it, it kind of broke my heart because I was like they were yeah, so they, good last year. I really, you know, and yeah, we, I'm, I hope that we can get like an, an additional stage so that we can have a lot that's what I'm like, hoping the barrel. the barrel I gave them a list and even, so yeah we'll see. even even more like I hope we can get like become like like a little bit I know it's not going to be like South by I was going like, to say a little tiny baby South but like like a West by a West by West by Northwest um, <laughs> it's possible. but yeah that's a, that's another thing like, like paying attention to the draw like because we do that is something uh, that is something that we have to care about yeah. you know but mm -hmm. also there are some artists that have don't you know, this is, might be their first shot at something. Yeah. We picked um, a couple artists that like we, I, I, I remember like one or two of them, I just played them and I'm like, guys, like let's take good. a listen awesome. here. Like, That's and really we all just kind of got silent and we're like, yeah, yeah okay. Like, you know, we may dig deep down and like be like, okay, what is this person? Like really, let's make sure there's no like terrible or, YouTube videos out there where they're just like way off key. And, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or there's somebody that I was like, please let husbands apply. Please let husbands Ugh. apply. And they applied and I was like, husbands. I was like, yeah, I was begging <laughs> um, people to apply on social Media yeah, like I, I yeah. mean, there's certain bit. Like, I mean, I was really excited that they applied. I really wanted them to play. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, like, I had my favorites that I was really hoping would apply. But you yeah, know, I'm like, mm -hmm. hey guys, mm -hmm. you know, nudging. And there were people that I wanted to play that you know the rest of the group didn't want to didn't want you know or you know yeah. we don't have slots for. There's, there's only, there's so, only many so many, slots. and there mm -hmm. were so many people that applied. And I'm like, oh. yeah. So we yeah. had um, 124 play last year, and this year I think we had like 113 yeah, or something. something like it was that. crazy. It's hard. It's and, so hard. And we've got to knock that down to 19. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. 18, 18. 18, because yeah, we already had the headliner. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of yeah. bummed yeah. I wasn't on this committee. That uh, I didn't I show up to this you. meeting. I, I know you did. So <laughs> hard. Yeah. And the other thing, I got a Facebook invite. And it's yes. even, it gets totally even more complicated than like than just knocking it down to that many artists because you also have to knock it down to like smaller groups and groups that can play on a more acoustic style stage. Yeah. yeah. And then you got to decide who goes on play. next. And it's yeah. a process. It's really interesting to be like, the flow. Oh wait, we can't mm -hmm. stick this group next to this group because they sound too similar or they're too, you yeah. know, and then like, Oh, this is a better one for the other stage. And then it, it it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's a full night process. Yeah. I supply pizza from the wedge. Nice. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and I get go us like Anthem beer and mm -hmm. some, yep. some red wine and we, we just We're go good. at it all night long. So We're good to go. Yeah. Well, and Emily made us Nutella brownies this last time. But yeah, making sure oh. making social sure your social media stuff is up to date. Yeah, that's what I'm, I think. You know, like 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 a good small business. Like mm -hmm. you need to have everything has to be shiny and pretty kitty. Like you need to have good branding, good photos and artwork, a website that functions and and isn't screaming at me with like crazy fonts. Like I had just gotten a website. I, I, yeah, it wouldn't actually let me submit without it, and I was like, I am so glad this is a real thing. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, they can put their Facebook pages in as a website, I guess. But like a couple people like, you know, you click over their website and like there's like flashing fonts and stuff at me. And I'm like, I can't take you seriously right now because I can't even focus on anything on this website. Like, right. I'm can't sorry. Not be and, yes. Yeah. Or like, like just like, you know, you don't really like uh, music that auto plays. Like, don't do that yeah. to the person. Like, That's a big <laughs> this, no -no. Isn't, this isn't like a bridal photography. <laughs> like, we don't people need don't to tell like, you that. But yeah. Yeah. I want to be accosted with your music. Yeah. <laughs> you I, if work. I really want to hear it, I will click the play button. Don't worry. Right. They don't want everybody in their office space to I mean, know that and they're not doing know, their sound, job. SoundCloud and Bandcamp and Reverbnate, those are all like really great ways for mm -hmm. us to listen. I will go through, because um, we actually vet, we take it in groups. So there's like six or seven of us on the committee and then we split it up into like 10 
bands that we each listen to mm-hmm. and then and come waited. to the, come to the main meeting prepared. And so I take like a day and just kind of listen to them while I'm working and stuff. And sometimes mm-hmm. I hear some that I'm like, Oh no, this person, you know, for sure. And then sometimes I'm like, why am I listening to this music right now? It's really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, it happens, but I think, I think it's cool that we've put together a really eclectic group. This mm-hmm. year too. Yeah. The diversity mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. A lot yeah. of different styles and yeah. genres and things represented at the festival, which is something that, it can be a double-edged sword from going to a lot of festivals. I worked a festival once that Widespread Panic headlined one end mm-hmm. and Tool headlined <laughs> oh the other end. Oh, my God. And Did they the, have the acrobatics on the Tool stage like yeah. they normally yeah. yes. <laughs> the, Those two crowds, they don't meld well. Yeah. No. And, uh, but and oh. so with, but it's, it's neat to be able to put together a group, especially from a community like this, where you've got Willow Way playing and then... Later, probably JB is going to be yeah. on the same stage. Yeah, it's right. Really cool. Oh, yeah, and like well, Anna Forte is going to be on that stage too. Oh, I, that's, she's she's one of the ones I'm excited about. She's rad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love her. Yeah. We, um, we've done some of the same at, studio at NMF this year. She was great. Yeah. So yeah, and that's that's a thing. Like yeah, we have JB coming on, and then um, we've got actually a couple of females coming right up before him. So that should be mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yes. Well, and just to clarify, you guys book original music, and I think that's important for artists oh, yeah. out there to kind of pay attention to because yeah. you know I've booked different festivals and artists reach out and they said, you know, we cover '60s and '70s and '80s genre, and I'm, and I'm thinking like, look at what you're applying to, you know, look at what you yeah. what you're you know an occasional yeah. cover is well enjoyed, mm-hmm. it's, right? It's really Absolutely. great when Which like great. out of nowhere somebody all of a sudden starts singing a Journey cover, and you're like, mm-hmm. yay, okay, <laughs> I don't want all Journey covers, like, yeah. and right. I, I think that like you know, and that's the other thing is like, we run into like copyright issues and stuff. Like I, I don't want to be supporting, um, you doing all of that. And then, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure it's a great crowd, crowd pleaser and, and that can be really fun. And, you know, I love bands like tweezer and stuff, but mm-hmm. I also like, we, we want like original Oklahoma based music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, cover bands, we kind of, um, we have shunned. I've, I will admit that. Um, how it's kind of like uh, what is it? Is it the Merc in Tulsa that if you play over three cover songs, you get off stage? I believe so. Kicked, yeah, mm-hmm. you get kicked off stage. Yeah. Which for that's, a songwriter, that's just a dream. You're yeah. like, okay. Yeah, I like. You I like that. It. I think the first time I went there, I was like, that's nice. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. It like lights up. That's what I'm saying. A cover cover is a fun little, it's it's fun when you throw it in between all of your original music and like, Mm -hmm. especially if you really tweak that to be like your own type of style and everything. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's not really, you know, I think people kind of get burnt out on that really fast too. Yeah. And so... And, and not to, I mean, we, we have a lot of cover bands reach out to us and I, you know, I am sad. We, you know, we don't want to compete with box talent. We have kind of cellar door doesn't want to. Um, and we've had, we have a great agreement with box of like they book cover bands and then any yeah. projects we work on, we book original artists. And so I, I never try to knock any cover bands cause I, we, there's always a wonderful place for at different festivals mm-hmm. and venues for them to play. But, um, I always like to kind of clarify like who's supporting original music, what festivals, what venues, you know, and, and also why are you support? So that's something else I, I kind of want to ask you guys of why do you feel original music um, is the focus of your festival and what do you think it brings to to the festival well I I mean we're reaching we're reaching a specific demographic Mm -hmm. and it's it's really you know people my age but you know 25 to 45 to 55 that's kind of our demographic because that's what our neighborhood that surrounds us and that's really the demographic that shops in the district Mm -hmm. and I think that um, we're seeing kind of a a really great renaissance and resurgence right now in Oklahoma City and and Oklahoma in general of um, musicians just just creating original music and stuff and that's that's what we want we want to celebrate that we want people to come and see you know I, I, I don't want people to be like yeah well but we can see that band anytime over here we can hear that song anytime we want yeah mm-hmm. I want them to discover new music that's yeah. and, and just like like Katie was saying like it's really fun to discover new music and discover new artists mm-hmm. and and you know you guys were talking about like a couple you know you saw shovels and ropes and so, mm-hmm. I, I feel that way about Parker Millsap like there yeah. was this oh, one yeah. concert that I went to like th- three years ago where I just like had never heard him before and I was mesmerized I was like how did I not know this guy existed and his his voice is just amazing mm-hmm. and you know now he's off doing his own thing in nashville but you yeah. know <laughs> i know i feel like that about jd mcpherson too yeah I mean, oh yeah oh man yeah. jd Gosh, so oklahoma awesome. has so yeah many that's what i was gonna say amazing people exactly what you were saying 
Oklahoma has a plethora of yep. like of songwriting talent. Like just mm-hmm. um, it's ungodly. Like over the years, I mean, it's just it's just there has never been a time I think that we haven't had a great amount of talent mm-hmm. here. Uh, I mean, now we, I mean, like we're talking, you've got Parker, you've got. Uh, JD McPherson and you've we've got Carter Sampson's taking Carter Sampson <laughs> yeah exactly she's <laughs> in Europe right now mm-hmm. I know I'm like all of her Instagram photos I'm like I hate you <laughs> you know we got Samantha Crane oh, yeah. um, John Moreland, John John Moreland. John, oh can we talk about that for a second like what two years ago I would go to the Blue Bonnet and there yeah. would be all of three people in yeah, the Blue watching Bonnet John, yeah, yeah. watching uh-huh. Moreland and then you play. turn on Colbert <laughs> Colbert. And there's John there. Well, I used to listen to John Fulbright at Libby's. We used to call him Johnny Fulbright yeah. for free in yeah. Goldsby on a Wednesday yeah. night. Yeah, exactly. So cool. I mean, bit. you talk about, and even going way back, I mean, you talk about like not folk music, but even going way back. I remember when my friend's band in college used to open for the All American Rejects. Mm-hmm. You know, Chainsaw like, Kittens. Yeah, yeah. Chainsaw Kittens. There. So, yeah. Like, anytime I see Tyson <laughs> Mead on anything, I'm like, I love you, Tyson. I know. And like, you know, people are like, what? And I'm like, it's Tyson Meat people. Why are you not fangirling right now? Yes. The chainsaw kittens, people. He's how a kid. How do you not know who he is? When you go into Empire, do you not look at those photos? Yep. God. That's right. Um, anyway. Awesome talent. Sorry, I just went off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> we got, a, we got a fan in the house. Right now, <laughs> independent music uh, songwriters, singers, songwriters, Oklahoma and all over the world is that it's such a cool time especially in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City, I see as having kind of a renaissance era mm-hmm. where all these new cool things are happening. I mean, we're sitting in a podcast studio in the Tower Theater, you know, right, yep. and all of these amazing things are happening and the music scene, which has always been here. I mean, Oklahoma has one of the richest musical histories of anywhere in the world, really, definitely the country. Um, that music I see it as kind of evolving with the city. Mm-hmm. You know, the city I think is embracing it more, and there's more places to play. And it, you know, the tower's going to open soon, and the Criterion, which I can't get over how awesome it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I know. I saw Sturgill Simpson there not long yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. And so I think that you know, right now is a great time. And there's really the focus should be on these people that is do, that are doing original work and making the effort to get out there and submit their stuff to festivals that are two years old. Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't, we aren't a re- established festival like some of the other ones, you know, the Woody Guthrie and all that type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's really neat for people to make that effort and we can reward them with not only a cool place to play, maybe some goodies and like we were talking about earlier, making sure everybody gets paid. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Katie, tell us a little bit about your music, your latest album, and then we're going to have a live performance from you. Yeah. Um, the the last album's called Force of Nature. It was the, like I was saying, the first project that I've ever done. So it's an EP. It's six songs. Um, and it is a little bit on the folky side, although um, as Abel was talking just now, I, I kind of realized it's also this super cool time where your music can be a a product of all those different kinds of music, blues, country, rock and roll. So um, you kind of arrive at this term Americana because nobody else knows what to call it. Um, It's like (laughs) alt country. A little bit of everything. Alt 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 country. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so I I get a little bit insecure when people are like, well, what kind of music do you play? I'm like, man, you're just going to have to listen to the record. I'm hesitant to call it a folk record. nothing against folk music, but there's just a little bit of everything. There's an acapella song at the very end. Mm -hmm. Um, I was completely done with the album, ready to master and everything. And I sent Steve Bowes, um, who produced the album down in Breathing Rhythm Studios in Norman. I sent him a, yes, Steve Steve is wonderful. We love Steve. Um, I sent him a voice memo of this acapella song and I'm like, ha ha, already started on the next one. And he's like, come in here now. (laughs) You're recording that. And I was like, no, we're not. We're done. (laughs) He was like, no, you're going to come in here now and uh, we'll just add it as like, you know, the secret track or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that happened and Steve supported my weirdness from day one. Um, I remember him saying like on day three, I mean, I just met him. Um, wasn't playing music out, so no one knew who I was. And uh, as he started to hear my songs, he sat me down and he said, look, we can we can do this Nashville style. We can make this big and shiny and loud and with all the bells and whistles. And I'm sitting there going, yeah. 
yeah, that sounds cool. He goes, or <laughs> we can do what I hear um, is is really true to you. Mm-hmm. And just on a leap of faith, I'm like, I am going to trust you mm-hmm. because... You're intense. <laughs> and I think you're really good at what you do. And thank God I just trusted him. And the project is so much more genuine and true to who I am. So I just, that at really that point, kind of hope through. people like have it. You, but It I'm is. Sure it's a, it's a really it. great EP. And it really does, like, you you just, it's so organic and, like, down to earth and thank just you. real. You know, I'm glad you didn't go the other direction. Because yeah. I yeah. really, it does reflect you Me as an artist, too. I and I'm glad I didn't go to, a, a, you know, I love, we have some amazing studios in Norman. Just the amount of, of opportunities we have is incredible. But for my first project, I mean, I'm recording live, singing guitar and playing at the same time. I, I can't even believe there, you know, we got the, the tracks because I had just started playing. So there was something definitely magical about the project and Steve's support. Um, you know, River Won't Rise, we got in one take. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, well, there, there it is. So whatever was kind of carrying me, um, also grateful. For that was this all analog? Was it at all? I'm just um, yeah. So yeah, then Garrett Haynes um, out in Pennsylvania actually put everything to tape as well. So that adds a little. It's kind of crazy. He didn't even tell us which was which. He sent us the masters and he called them apples and oranges. <laughs> and Steve just sat me down and said, "You're just gonna have to pick which one you like." And we went with the analog. Nice. So I love, yeah. I love that way of recording. And the, it adds something crazy. It really does. Did you see that documentary that Dave Grohl did? Oh, yes, the with the Neve board. Oh, God. Uh, I'm the about that kind of stuff. Can we have a moment for the Neve? <laughs> <laughs> it's still alive. You know, it's still, it it's still alive. being recorded on. And how cool that there's somebody like, like Dave, Dave Grohl that's that, giving back to right? musicians and stuff uh, like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it's all about. I mean, if it wasn't for people like, you know, Rachel and Shannon and... Um, Jen, who's been so so gracious to me ever since ever since we met, that's how we get anywhere. Is other people that are loving and compassionate and reaching out and supporting what you do. Yeah. yeah. Well, we believe in what you do. Thank mm-hmm. you. And you're a wonderful songwriter. You really are. And so my question is, even though you learned to play guitar just several years ago, but like, did you write before that? Were you writing and? I did. Like, okay. I wasn't singing, but I was. Um, Unless you count choir in high school. Yes. Count it. (laughs) I can't sight read anymore, though. I'm so sad about that. Um, But, yeah, I was writing poetry, um, but I I really didn't consider myself an artist. I know how bizarre that sounds. I really wasn't painting um, that much, and uh, it just kind of all got turned on at once, and then I was really scared because I was like, oh, God, I'm an artist. (laughs) (laughs) Now there. I'm going to be poor forever. (laughs) Uh, But you really don't, you don't have a choice. You know what I mean? It just kind of chooses you. So Mm -hmm. music was fascinating because when you learn um, any instrument and you're a poet, it just kind of gives wings to your words. Mm -hmm. It's insane. And um, I've done a lot of different art forms. I've acted, painted, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I always just tell people that singing is kind of the closest to the source, the closest to the truth. Mm -hmm. And there's no room for error, right? Mm -hmm. So you can sit and critique a painting and edit a painting. Um, Acting is usually somebody else's words unless it's improv. But when you're live on that stage and it's your words and it's that moment that you're sharing with the audience, it's magic is really the only word that I've got for it. Did you consider any other other, um, instrument, instrumentation type stuff? Um, I was dating Dylan Stewart, um, who's mm-hmm. been very supportive of me as well. It was his guitar. I learned on an Alvarez and then a Talcamini. So they were just lying around the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it only made sense. I still, I have a full upright piano nice. from 1929. Uh, that is definitely a songwriter's best friend, but I haven't, I, you just have to discipline yourself yeah. mm-hmm. and you're not good. Yeah. You know, that's what a lot of people don't understand oh, yeah. is when they're not good immediately, they stop. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's like any skill though. You know, it's like yeah. whenever you, the reason that you started and the reason that you probably became just from listening to you talk about it into arts and music and things like that is because you had really good taste and you've been writing right. things. And then you, whenever you start playing, you realize that you're not, you're not there. Really that 
and it really so bothers you for away. a really long time. It does. It and, still does. Um, yeah. And so that's why you know just play a lot and. But it's a constant goal too. Mm-hmm. So, Something you can always kind of chase. Yeah, you're never going to wake up and be like, well, I know all the stuff. You yeah, know, right. I know how to play uh, guitar. I know, I know the all best. of the guitar I know everything right now. <laughs> yeah. so, so it always keeps you, it's it's uncomfortable yes. a little bit. Um, technically, I can't play what I hear sometimes, which is like this special kind of hell. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh my God. So, as a guitarist, you get there. I'm a guitarist as well. And it's, I never, I've, I've been playing since I was like in the sixth grade. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm terrible. Like <laughs> <laughs> I went over to Jen's house to record a thing for the podcast. We were going to do the intro and me and Jen's husband are just sitting there and I'm just like, I, this is like embarrassing. I am the worst <laughs> guitarist. And I'm no. like in my mid thirties and I'm just like nowhere near as good I, as I feel like I should be. No, I get the same. Like that's the same time I started playing guitar and yeah. I played, I started viola the same time. Yeah. And well, cello. And oh, viola. wow. And then I played viola in college. Oh, cool. And I feel like whenever I'm like, yeah, I had a music scholarship in college and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I, then you pick like, up a guitar and you're like, I should be able to. And I, yeah, I'm like, I should be I'm like, better. my instrument is insured, you <laughs> yeah. know, like, like, and then I'm like, I can't remember how to do this yeah. anymore. <laughs> well, then, like, 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 I put down the guitar. I mean, I, I've always kind of played here and there, but I, when I played at Jen's house, I probably hadn't played. I hadn't played. That was probably two hours we played. Mm-hmm. I hadn't played for two hours in. 10 years. Your yeah. fingers are yeah. going to yeah. fall off. Your fingers are like yeah. bleeding. And then exactly. yeah. Yeah. Your hand hurts. You're like, why like, do people do this? Do? Yeah. I remember what I did, but you my forget. hand feels terrible. You forget. And all these songs that I used to know, you know, in high school was in a bunch of punk bands and metal yep. bands. And no, sure. We played everything. And I would be like, I swear I used to know how to play November Rain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just not there anymore. It's and it's not, yeah. So it's upsetting. like muscle. Some of it the is things like muscle memory. Some I have a guitar voice, in my too. living room that's just for looks. Uh, <laughs> that's right. It's pretty you mystery just, lady. You. It's, it's, I, yeah. I, I feel like maybe I play it, I maybe I don't. Rid- yeah, I have a ridiculous <laughs> amount of instruments and it's just <laughs> stupid. I'm just like, I just started collecting them now. I'm like, yeah. oh, I need to get them out. What's What's kind of weird though and something that I would like to say to young young musicians or you know mm-hmm. young being that you're just new to mm-hmm. the to the journey mm-hmm. um, is that at some point you do have to just kind of go out there and and do it so mm-hmm. I was older I think I was 24 or 25 um, when I started playing in front of friends and things like that and it was worth the risk. So, you know, you're always going to wonder, well, how am I going to come across to people? And to some degree that never goes away, but the, the risk of, you know, being embarrassed or whatever, you, it has to be outweighed by what you really want to do and what you want to share with people. So you, I am not the best guitar player <laughs> or singer or songwriter. Um, and you can't do the comparison thing. You really can't. I mean, when I first started playing, I thought, uh-oh, like my voice doesn't sound like hers, then it doesn't sound like hers, and uh, it's not this big country Nashville kind of sound, and, um, you know, got kind of insecure about that for a while, and then I realized, oh, mm-hmm. it's different, and which it's is better. a good thing, but you have to believe in yourself, I yeah. guess. Because yeah. you hear so many like, EPs, yeah, no, first records and things, that everybody want to just like polish to death. You know, and it's just so overproduced it's like stagnant, and over just sterile. And it's just like this sounds like every other first mm-hmm. record of someone I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. So when you listen to yours and it's not that, it's just like essentially you and it sounds really n- interesting and cool. So I thought that was really neat. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> what song do you have for us today? Uh, I'm actually going to play a song called Magdalene, which is one of the very first songs I ever wrote. Oh, cool. nice. So it's funny that we're talking about the beginning. Very well, so. cool. <laughs> you ready for me? Yeah, I think we are. I'm Really excited good. to hear. I've been this this the uh, grounded sounds you. first live performance, which is <laughs> special. Is it really? We well, it is. It, Daniel Walter Daniel did quoted. Yes, there was there were quotes, but he didn't have an instrument. So the acoustics are good in here. So I'm excited. So yeah, this is uh, the story is called Magdalene. The song and the story. It's definitely a true story. The sky's got stars, the 
constellations high above the ground sing a song she said to him from underneath her coat a song that talks about this love these are the words he spoke Magdalene Magdalene take it from me you don't know what it feels like to be free Well she looked at him with eyes wide shut Started to respond Then realized she buried courage somewhere on the road Split in two, she offered half kindly Magdalene, you foolish thing, it's you that is to choose. Magdalene, Magdalene, take it from me. You don't know what it feels like to be. So good. Thank you so much. Thank you so Beautiful. much. Great. It's really pretty. Thank you. It so sounds so good in here. Uh, I know. Yeah. It, it is. It's a it's, cool space for that. It was wonderful. We'll just let Jen sing one now. There you go. Have a little kumbaya session. Okay, Where can one people of find you, Katie? Where can social uh, media? My website. My yes. brand new website. Uh, music <laughs> Thanks for by, having that. Yeah. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> plug, plug, plug. Uh, music by Katie.com. Um, and then, of course, Facebook. Mm-hmm. I cannot for the life of me get in the Twitter game, but I'm trying. Um, people tell me I need to tweet yes. more. I know. I always try to look for your Twitter handle. And I'm like, oh, I she doesn't know. have one. I forgot. I know. <laughs> and I made it like before I was a musician. So it's like not even my name and it's a really confusing world. But um, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, um, the usual. It's just Katie Williams. Katie okay. Williams Music. And Westfest, where can we find? What are your handles? Um, well, our website is Westfest okay.com mm-hmm. and then uh that's actually our twitter and instagram handle as well it's just westfest okay and i believe that's what it is for facebook too like i think so westfest yeah. okay mm-hmm. um and so uh that's where you can find us and you can find our full lineup on westfestokay.com and um if you follow along on instagram or twitter we frequently give Lots of love to our musicians on there and everything. So, and you can also find Rachel Taylor on the Bubble, which the Bubble yes. is one um, of the mostly harmless media podcasts that we just are the new kids on in that group, and um, so we're excited to kind of be part of that. But yeah, yeah. so listen to the Bubble. Um, we have Cellar Door has some artist partners that are playing at Westfest this weekend. So, um, Katie, you're going to be on the North Stage at three thirty. Yep. The North Stage, the, the Savory Spice Shop stage. stage. The North Stage. Not it's not an official name, yeah. but it is out front of the shop. So and my sister and I will be there as Willow Way at 5.30 on the North Stage. Mm-hmm. And then Judith will be after 
us at 6.30 on the North Stage. JB's at 8.30. And then Husband's is going to be at 7 o'clock on the South Stage. And then Chase Kirby's at 8 p.m. on the South Stage. So those are some of the artists that we work with and we have great relationships with. And then our sponsors tonight, um, we have Papa John's. We've been eating some pizza. Papa John's pizza in the house. It's yeah. fantastic. And then Naked City OKC is our media partner and our sponsor. So we, we love Undrell. Thank you, Naked yes, City and do. Undrell, for videoing this with your fancy new camera. Yep. Thanks, Undrell. Mm. Yep. And we can um, you can find Grounded Sounds um, on Twitter and Instagram at Grounded Sounds and Facebook um, Grounded Sounds OK. It's also on the iTunes. On yes. The podcast. I was super stoked today. Yep. You can find us on, on iTunes. It's like, there's the thing on the thing. It's on iTunes. It's, yes. like, it's a weird trippy it's thing. thing. Okay. Yes. Yes. So you can um, <laughs> just look up Grounded Sounds. I'm sure you'll find us. Hopefully, we have a lot that we've entered in and, and applied for. Absolutely. Stuff. And we're doing all kinds of fun stuff. So. Yep. So stay tuned for more to come. And thank you guys for being here. Thank today. everyone. Thanks Absolutely. for having me. And, Thanks um, for the performance, Katie. That was fantastic. You're very welcome. Thanks Wonderful. for listening. Go see Katie at West Fest this weekend. Yay. And it's going to be a good weekend. Yes. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs>